Hello, we're back. Welcome to Green Cows Don't Fly. Hello, hello, hello. And this is John, our new local DIY man. Oh, yes. You've heard, have you? (laughs) I've heard. Well, yes, I'm not exactly the world's best DIY man, but when my fridge bulb blew, I thought, I can handle that. I can do that piece of piss. (laughs) Yeah, but changing a light bulb is not um, DIY. No, it's not not in the technical sense. Because, but this is in this is in, in inside an appliance, you know. So I've got to sort of get inside the machine, as it were, so to speak. Yeah, but it didn't even involve a hammer, from what I hear. Not a hammer, no. Just uh, just a naked hand, the naked hand. But of course, it well, me being me, being the worst DIY person in the world, it all turned to bad shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up actually turning the fridge off, like I said? Well, the whole thing... No, no, see, probably that's where I went wrong. But the problem was this, that I thought, well, I've got spare. I've got a spare fridge bulb. I know I've got one, because I see it's one of those things you open a drawer every so often. Ah, there's that spare fridge bulb. So I went to get it. Could I find it? Could I? Anyway, um, after half an hour, I thought, well, we've got a spare fridge out in the garage, which we use for, you know, Christmas time and booze and stuff like that. I'll take the one out of that, I thought to myself. So I started unscrewing that, and the bulb shattered in my hand. At the same time, it fused the fridge outside. (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, the one inside wasn't working, so within the space of me doing DIY to fix my fridge, I'd buggered them both up within an hour. Mm -hmm. And that, folks, is me and DIY. I've got mates who can sort of, you know, build a building inside a morning, but I can't do anything, and I can hardly hammer a nail into a piece of wood. And you didn't sort of think to um, consult the Quester's Guide to Saving It? No. The book, the book that's out. The you know, only, they had a light bulb oh, yeah. burst. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they had a light bulb sun, didn't they? You see? Well, I should, back I should on have. when somebody... Oh, no, that broke when she sang Elvis. <laughs> is that the new Quester's Guide book, which is available on Amazon? Yes, on Amazon. Quester's Guide to say <laughs> Just a bit of a plug. Two ninety nine. Blimey. And it's got lots of extras in it. Yes, it has. So stuff you will never have seen or read or heard anywhere else before. So get out and buy it. That's the thing, if you like this kind of drivel. And while <laughs> you do that, buy John a new fridge. Yeah, well... Because I've got there's no point with just a light bulb. I can't cope with that. No, two new fridges. Fridge. Two new fridges. They're both broken. Well, that's that then. Aye. We Moving need to do on. something. I think we do. And, uh, and the hmm. exciting bit is we have, we're starting the new Questus Guide. Yeah. The Questus Guide to, um, what do we name it? The Saving the Other Worlds, that is, or something. The Other World, that is. And we've got a chapter. Ha-ha. Yes, we have got a chapter to present to you today. But Bob's not reading it. No, Bob, what am I talking about? <laughs> Brian. Brian. Oh, shit. He's just, come, he's just come in the door. Told him you were in a different cafe today. He's obviously checking this one out. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, what luck. I was about to go to the Spoon Clangers Cafe, but you're in here after all. Spoon Clangers? We never go in there. Who told you that? In the note. Be sent to me. Well, um, that was a, um, that was a typo. But anyway, just have a sit now, and uh, John is going to read something, and maybe you could um, comment on it afterwards? Yes, Brian, I'd much appreciate it if you could give me the benefit of your wisdom on this. Well, I can try. But I do hope you've been working on those vocal exercises I gave you. Oh, yes, indeed, Brian. Uh, How now, brown cow? Well, I suppose if that's the best you can do, we must make what we can of it. 
So without much further ado, we're going to give you chapter one of The Questus Guide, the sequel. Saving the other world. Saving the world, that is, the other one. Something. Yeah, that something one. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quester's Guide to Saving It, The Other World That Is. Chapter 1, B.O.B. Phone Home. Can I just stop you there? Yeah, yeah. B.O.B. Bob. Bob. Bob Phone Home. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, E.T. Phone Home. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> I'm clever like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're laughing at the first title. This can't be bad. So do we, will we? Do you think we're going to see Grandolf cycling past the moon? We might, yeah, we might do. <laughs> oh, no. Expect so. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted That's you That's all there. right. Well, well God, you know, if you're going to interrupt so far. That, that quickly, if you're going to interrupt that quickly, we're going to be here for about six hours. So, <clears throat> anyway, where were we? Okay. Bob phone home. Bob phone home. <laughs> Reports of strange multicoloured lights appearing in the sky over England's south coast for the last three nights in a row are puzzling scientists, as there seems to be no rational explanation. However, Prime Minister Horace Jobson has assured the public there is no need for alarm. Bug-eyed little green men from Mars simply don't exist. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have several parties to attend. Is that your best bo- uh, bo- Horace Jobson impression? Horace, Horace Jobson. I could do a better one. <laughs> but, but, but as it's not really Boris Johnson and Horace Jobson, he just speaks a bit like him. Anyway, back to the story. Anyway, come on. Back to the story. Yes, that's the ticket. Retired actor and reluctant hero... Grandolf Smith sips a glass of blackcurrant wine as he listens to the late evening news report on the radio. Something about this is puzzling him. Something about this news is not good. It's just not right. Sitting opposite is his friend Bob. Bob is a hologram from another world. But he's not just any old hologram. He's a three-legged one. And along with Grandolf, he helped save humanity. Not to mention the Earth itself, just six weeks previously. But in doing so, he is now stranded far from home and there has been no way yet of returning him back to the distant world he came from. Can I just stop you again? Sure, sure. Do you know, if I was Bob, I would have made plans for coming home. Yeah, but he hasn't. I wouldn't just take off to some alien world without sort of thinking. I'm going to get back afterwards. Yeah, well, he's selfless, Bob, isn't he? You know, he's laid down his life. He's laid down his pixels. To save his, humanity. His third leg. Yeah, and his third leg, yeah. Don't forget his third leg. <laughs> What's getting Grandolf's internal radar blipping is the location of the reported lights in the sky. The coast of West Sussex is the exact locality where he and his band of questers vanquished the evil King Flordars, sending him, King Flordars that is, and his dragon army off into oblivion. Or oblivion? Oblivion? 
Oblivion. I quite like Oblivion. Oh, I like Oblivion. Oblivion sounds quite you nice. Keep that. Put it in the dictionary. Oblivion. Yeah, with a B. Two Bs. Oblivion. Uh, it really makes a Boblivion. Boblivion. <laughs> Boblivion lives in Oblivion. That's not easy to say. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. What's getting Grandolf's internal radar blipping is the location of the reported lights in the sky. The coast of West Sussex is the exact locality where he and his band of questers vanquished the evil King Flardars, sending him, King Flardars, that is, and his dragon army off into oblivion, while at the same time destroying the Farce Hole forever, the Farce Hole being a portal in the space-time continuum created by Flardars' boffins and thus giving the evil despotic king a secret route to come and attack Earth. You know, I thought he just accidentally found it. Did he actually create it? Uh, I thought he found it. No, I think his scientists created it for him, didn't they? Oh, Oh, yeah, there's a whole chapter about it. You must read about it in the first book. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's now available on Amazon. (laughs) It is, yeah. Read about it in the first book. Just go to Amazon and key in the Quester's Guide to Saving It, the world that is, and it's two ninety nine for the ebook and six ninety nine for the paperback copy. Worth every penny of both versions. <laughs> anyway, the job of vanquishing the evil king had been a good one, or so Grandolf thought, but now these unexplained lights are a worry. Is there a connection? Regrettably, he's sure there is. He has a feeling in his water, and feelings in his water are never wrong. I don't like this, Bob. It's too much of a coincidence. I was thinking the same. (laughs) (laughs) Says Bob. Would you perchance have any ideas? It could be my holographic race (laughs) treasure. It could be my holographic race trying to contact me. You see, on my home world, I'm a very important figure and my people... (laughs) Well, sounds like he's straining to do something. Or more likely to be missing me now. The lights could be some kind of SOS they are sending. They might be in trouble and need my help. Bob, backstories rather conveniently. Are you quite all right? That sounded like hard work. It did, yeah. (laughs) That's the same thought I had. Just say that it's your world now in great peril, and you're needed back there to help save it. Yes, exactly. It seems plausible. <laughs> Agrees, Bob. Certainly looking up in Trilogy's dummy. Sipping some pixels from his exotic drink of a ho- from a holographic glass. <laughs> it sounds like you've got constipation. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine character method acting. Yes, that's right, yes. I think. I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. I think we need to get Brian back. <laughs> I've been so insulted in all my life. Now, where was I? Ah, yes. I think, Bob, although your work here with me as a cellar man and doubling as my sous chef on busy nights has been something of a boon to the smooth running of my pub, the All Evil Arms, reluctantly, we must find a way to get you home. If the lights from home... <laughs> if the lights are a call from home, then they will happen tomorrow night at the same time. If I can't be in Brighton when they appear... <laughs> I'm going to lose it Then I can interpret the message by the sequence of colours. <laughs> Says Bob. Then we must get to Brighton tomorrow and be there as darkness falls. But tell me, Bob, even if it is a call for you, you remain stuck here on Earth with no means of return. Well, Says Bob. 
Well, what? Do you mean you know of a way? Says Grandolf. Yeah. <laughs> Which both had so many fucking lines. <laughs> Bob is going to die in the next episode. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you do know of a way? Yes. Well, it could be fraught with danger. I'll be it for only a few seconds. Place the F in great peril. He's turned into hip hop. He's turned into hip hop. I didn't hear what he just said. <laughs> yes, it could be fraught with danger. And once more, I'll be in. <laughs> Only for a few seconds, Mike placed the ass in great peril. I see. <laughs> Tell me more. I wrote this. Tell me fuck all. <laughs> Tell me more, says Grandlove. Now deep in thought as he lights his pipe. He doesn't mind smoking around Bob, because Bob has a hologram. He, Bob that is, is inhuman, is, in, is, inhuman, is immune from human illnesses and ailments. Grandolf could go on 50 fags a day and it wouldn't make the slightest bit of difference. <laughs> go on again. Except, of course, to himself. If we take what was the missing piece... <laughs> if we do... If we take what was the missing piece Actually, of the... Actually, that's supposed to be... Bro- uh, that's supposed to be Bob, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. This is it, yeah. <laughs> right, <clears throat> here we go. <clears throat> if we take what was the missing piece of the jigsaw of Zermanac and remove it, it will cause... <laughs> <laughs> it will cause the parcel to open once more. Here, we've, yeah, we found on you. Here, you could be Bob. You could do the two-hander. Shall I do Bob? You could do Bob, yeah. All right, I'll do Bob. If we take what was the missing piece of the jigsaw of Zabadak and remove it, it will cause the farce hole to open once more. If we then somehow quickly set the... This is not easy, is it? No. If we then somehow quickly set the coordinates to take me to Holographia, my home planet, then I could just about make it back. But I thought we'd destroyed the farce hole in Brighton. Hmm. Uh, well, says Bob, whistling nonchalantly and arching his eyebrows while blowing on his knuckles of his right hand. So we didn't destroy it? Nope, but I thought it might be better if I didn't level with you. No offence. If its existence were to get out into common knowledge, then we'd have every crackpot and nutter hellbent on trying to use it for their own purposes. Untaken, but it sounds dangerous. Just say somehow Floros gets wind of this and is ready to strike. It would mean... <laughs> Stop. It would mean our previous work will have come to naught. Well, you know, um, if Flardas gets wind of this. Yeah. Um, Flardas gets wind. Yeah. Uh-huh. These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an issue. Flardas is no more. He's no longer a threat to Earth. So then, what is this danger of which you speak? Flardas is toast, trust me. I'm a hologram. But there remain other perils. The Farshole's energy could still backfire and in doing so it may just obliterate Earth in one enormous giant explosion. Poof. <laughs> I see, but I am minded to take on board all that you have done for Earth. 
and so go along with this course of action. It is the least that mankind owes you, Bob. Therefore, I, Grandolf Smith, shall take this risk for all of Earth. That's very Shakespearean there. Yes, cry God for Harry, England and St. George. Except Grandolf's taken on, you know, history of the... <laughs> humankind. Yeah, th- yeah, the future of humankind, that's the word I'm trying to say. All Earth, he's not just taking one for the team, is not he? He's taking one for us all. One day we'll sort of look back and say, Grandolf served... Thank God for Grandolf. Thank God for the work, yeah. Grandolf gets up from his armchair and followed by Bob, they go to the back room where he, Grandolf that is keeps his large model train layout. Model railways are a hobby of his, and his setup is rather impressive. He has a whole little town constructed. Bells next to sea, he calls it, and he is the honorary station master. But they haven't come here for that. Grandolf stoops down, and from underneath the table, he removes a large sheet of hardboard, on which is a completed jigsaw, the jigsaw of Zabadak. It has remained there since being brought back to the pub from Mr. Singh's rock shop in Brighton. Fitting the final piece to complete the puzzle, a piece that has been missing, was the act that sealed up the farce hole. Actually, tracking it down had been part of a very long and perilous quest undertaken by Grandolf and his companions. Some lost their lives on the journey, but ultimately they saved the world. Check book one of Trilogy for full details. And it's available on Amazon. At two ninety nine <laughs> or six ninety nine, <laughs> respectively, for the Paperback. and the ebook. But can I just say there, um, <clears throat> transporting the jigs off Zabadak from the, the rock shop. I nearly said sock yeah. shop. From the rock shop. Yeah. I mean, there must have been a bit of luck that that didn't sort of get... Fall apart? Yeah. They would have had to glue it. To... You know what it's like when you transport oh, yeah. something like that? I'm sure it would fall or drop it or, would or something would yeah. go wrong. You know, to um, you, to me, to you, to me. You'd have to carry it out. I don't know what size it is, but the best bit would be to aeraldite it or something to the back of a... The vans was it couldn't move. I mean, I'd... Because mm. all you need is a dog or a cat yeah. in the middle and going... Just, meow. <laughs> Eating a bit. And it would probably go for the, the amulet or the... What's the name? The talisman. The talisman in the middle. Yeah, that would be the most attractive bit. It would go, oh, good, talisman for lunch. Meow. And then, it, then eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have that. Meanwhile, so thinks Grandolf. If what Bob has now said to those not in the know... The picture on the jigsaw is completely unremarkable. Anyone taking a casual look at it will probably think, meh, just a pot of geranium sitting on a coffee table. Boring, boring, boring. But of course, little will they know that the tile at the very centre of the third bloom on the right as you look at it is the key to the far soul. It's a magical talisman. Remove it, and now according to Bob, all hell can be let loose. The farce hole will open once more, allowing for potential mayhem and disaster. Wow. Ooh, mayhem and disaster. Yeah. We need some of that. Well, what are we going to do? What are they going to do? Well, what's Bob going to say? Hang on. Um, so that's where you keep it? Yes, no one would ever look there. It's perfectly safe. Do I need to put it in the boot of my car for tomorrow? Asks Crandolph. Boot off your car? Yes, I shall drive us there tomorrow to see if the lights appear once more, <laughs> explains Grandolf. But you don't need to drive us anywhere, says Bob. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> Remember that during the quest we discovered all you simply had to do is think something and it will happen. Therefore, all you need to do is think us to Brighton tomorrow evening before dusk and we'll be there. Oh yes, I'd forgotten that. 
How silly of me. Yet quite handy too, as the price of petrol is now nothing short of scandalous. Grandolf carefully replaces the jigsaw back below the train set with extra care, dreading to think what could happen should they drop it, and they retire back to the sitting room. Very well then, we agree. Brighton tomorrow evening it is. Bob, my friend, we are going to get you back home. Meanwhile, let us have a light supper, because after yet another grueling shift in the pub, we have certainly earned it. That's the end of the chapter. (laughs) (laughs) And what a chapter. Gripping. And what a chapter. Gripping stuff. (laughs) And a trip to A&E in the middle of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you think, Brian? Good God in heaven. I am speechless. What's more? I have to tell you I am considering my future involvement in this project. I am off. Don't call me, I'll call you. We may have finally got rid of him. Maybe. Do you think he'll be here next week? I don't know, maybe, um... Well, we'll see. I think we ought to sit by Well, Don't, don't go out anywhere without your phone, because he's, we're, we're going to be on tenterhooks waiting for him to call. <laughs> he said he will call us. He did, yeah. God. But I have to say, um, reading Bob was not easy. No, well... Uh, Exactly. I'm glad you jumped into the breach. A bit like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had in my, a vision of Brian. I kept him in my head. Yeah, well... I thought I'll just read it like Brian. Yeah, well, you, you, he sort of got you through the part, didn't he? I think you sent him a nice little note and a little box of chocolates. Dear Brian, I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Me too. Sending him any chocolates. Yeah, well... I'll eat them Yeah, myself. probably you can send him the empty box. He'd be happy. He doesn't get... He yes, probably doesn't, he can play with the box. He, he probably doesn't get many presents, God help him. No, but there you go. But at least he didn't. What, pardon? Yes. Yeah. Well, no. Go on ahead. But at least. No, I can't remember what I was going to say now. I. So, well, um, I think once we get to this stage, it's only one answer, isn't there? Yeah, I think this was um, mad cows don't fly. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and God help whoever's we going to go. God help whoever's going to be editing this. That's all I can say. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, and, uh, next week is chapter two yeah. of the new guide, well, here, new quest's yes. guide. Well, I think it's and the. Um, Old Quest's guy is available on Amazon. Two two ninety nine, six ninety nine. Buy one for everybody. Yes, Christmas presents sorted out. Yeah, we said that. That's right. Get them for your Christmas. Are you still hugging your copy? Yes. Uh, um, did you hug your your author copy? Yes, I've got it here. Look here, look. Oh yes, lovely. Those pages, lovely. You don't ruin it. No, no, sorry. I've got it. I've actually got it in the glass case, like the Mona Lisa, when I'm not when I'm not looking at it. Now, question is, did you sign your own copy? Not yet. To me, from me, love me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'd be the go. Yeah, with that. Well, so tune in. If you want to hear bad reading, mad stories, people corpsing, then you know where to come. And don't forget me, on next week's show, we're introducing our extra feature as well. Oh, yes, the horoscopes. Yeah. We're going to do horoscopes, aren't we? We're doing we? horoscopes, and we're going to sort of Invite you, if you'd like, to send us an email and we'll do personal horoscopes for you. How about that? That'd be a good idea. So, not only are you getting this crap, you're getting more crap as well. <laughs> and we keep on giving. Yeah, we're, the, yeah we're, we're like the bad stomach of the literary world. <laughs> well, it's like cows that keep... Yeah, four stomachs. Don't they do that? Four stomachs, exactly. yeah. But as we were saying, if bad drama, people corpsing and silly stories are your thing, come back next week. 
people corpsing. That's kind of noir. It is a bit, yeah. Yes, yes very actory, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Well, well, love, I've got to go. I'm off. So I should just put my cape on and uh, I've yes. got my stick and I'm off. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. See you next week. 